Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. <laughs> and they're sharing microphones. Thank you guys so much for coming out. How is Keystone, Keystone Comic Con going for everybody so far? Good? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Thank you, Captain Marvel. Thank you. Appreciate it. We are a podcast and live show from New York City. We do it live every single Tuesday night, totally free. If you're ever in New York, Come on by. We'd love to hang out with you. Uh, we're going to do a live version of the podcast here for you guys now. And we have a special guest who lives here in Philly, Greg Mahan. Did I get it right? Yeah, okay. Sure All right. There we go. Nailed it. We can go home now. You are the executive director. Is that the actual title of the yeah, Philly Improv the Theater? technical title. I'm the chief idiot. Chief yeah. idiot. Yes. So Philly Improv Theater, uh, you'd think that there would be like a nice base of geeky stuff going on there. Just a real quick list. Uh, how deep into comics are you? How many have you read? Um, and keep in mind, this is a comic book show at a comic con. So it would make sense to have a depth of knowledge. Totally, of course. And keep in mind, you invited me to be on the show. Uh, a lot of qualifiers. My, my parents did not allow me to read comic books. Uh, why was that? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know. A reason was never given. Um, I, my father's English, and so I read Dickens, uh, <laughs> starting from a very young age. The original okay. comic um, book. And actually, I suppose I should say that there was a comic that was read to me every night as a child growing up. It was, it was, a, it was a eight and a half by 11 size page. Uh, book that my father had nine panels. Uh, you know, it was the uh, illustrated history of Britain, and so it started uh, in in prehistoric uh, times, and it went all the way through to the coronation of Elizabeth II because it, it had been my father's comic book as a child. Yeah. I was see. The, you was there a cliffhanger at the end? There was uh, the cliffhanger at the end was uh, today in 1953 Britain rules the world. And was that going to continue? And the answer was no. That actually is a great last page reveal. Uh, there were pictures of aeroplanes and uh, nuclear power plants. We just call them airplanes. 
again, you know, I only have that book to go on. All uh, right. Your knowledge ended uh, when yeah. your father read yeah. that story to you. Yeah. Now, you did have some, we were talking about this a little bit before, some geeky shows at Philly Improv Theater. You oh, did sure. Avengers Friend Game. Was yeah, that the name so of it? Yeah, so we did a big uh, sketch comedy review for uh, the, the Endgame uh, release. Uh, called Avengers. Yes, by the way, uh, that's also at comic book conventions. We call it the end game. The end game. The end game. game. Very welcoming you into the culture. No, I appreciate that. (laughs) I appreciate that. I've been told that's a good movie to start with. So, (laughs) Um, very uh, clear, very easy to jump right into. But um, yeah, no, we do all kinds of stuff. We've had Magic the Gathering themed shows. Uh, We were just talking last year. We did uh, the the musical episode of Buffy all Halloween, all October. So, uh, yeah. you know, I think the, the Venn diagrams for geek culture and improv culture are almost just two overlapping circles. Right. And uh, so, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot going on at the theater. Is there something schedule. that you geek out about uh, other than comics? That, that I personally geek out about? Yeah. I mean, besides British history. If, if, there was, <laughs> if, there were, if there were kind of geek culture things that I was super into, you know, it would be like all the Lord of the Rings deep cuts. Um, so, like, your Cimmerillion trilogy. Uh, uh, trivia, you know, um, and uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then I've just been obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with those for forever, going back before there were movies, uh, which is a conversation I have to have with people now, which is really weird to like have yeah. a conversation with a younger person and be like, you know, there are books. Of, of there books. are, yeah. Oh, huh. oh, are we having the reverse moment? Yes, now, we're having the reverse okay. moment. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. great. That's good. good. I'm glad it's all working yeah. out. Uh, now we should probably talk a little bit about our history with Keystone Comic Con. This is the yeah. second one. This is the second time we've been back. Uh, Justin wasn't able to make it the last time, unfortunately. I hear this? And time. and uh, to be fair, Pete barely made it out alive of the first one. This is not a joke. We came down for the panel, and then, Pete, do you want to take the mic here? Do you want to explain what happened? Sure. Uh, there, across the street is a market, and uh, went in there and Reading uh, waiting market. in line for a cheesesteak. This lady told me about uh, Four Street Cookies, and so I bought a box of cookies and then ate one on the train and became highly addicted to these cookies and replaced meals with cookies and ate it for four days straight and then was sick and had to call out of work. Yeah, and you missed the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I too. missed our live show, too, yep. Yeah, but to be fair, though, there is a lot of fentanyl in those cookies. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the fresh fentanyl that makes them yeah. so delicious. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the good thing is, Pete learned from his mistake, and this year you're treating your body right down here at Keystone Comic Con, right? So right. just real quick, list what you've eaten so far today. And to mention for those listening at home, we're taping this at 2.45 in the afternoon, so it's not even three meals yet today. Go ahead, Pete. And you should start with breakfast for sure. Yeah, so we... Uh, Justin picked me up um, promptly 45 minutes late, and then we drove to Philly. We stopped at a rest stop, at a, uh, and I went to the Burger King. Justin went to the Pret. So you, had, I, you had an early lunch? I had a uh, 10 o'clock. I had a uh, quarter pounder with cheese and French toast sticks. And a, and a large Coke. That's a traditional brunch. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is a, a, a double burger mm-hmm. and then French toast sticks, right. which is a great on-the-go breakfast. Uh, yeah, they're in yeah, sticks. They're stick form, and they have the dunk, dunking syrup, which and, is right. super important. Best combined with a meat uh, <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Particularly if you're going to be doing a panel or show or something you want to be really awake for later in the day, you want to make sure to have a nice, healthy breakfast right at the top yeah. like that. A yeah. base. Yeah. yeah. 
I usually have three to four Whoppers just to get myself ready. Yeah, exactly. I just take the meat straight, raw, like an animal. <laughs> uh, and so that once we got here, uh, yeah. Pete, uh, we ran over to the Reading Market. Right. And then what happened? And then I got a uh, cheesesteak and then, of course, went to the cookie place <laughs> and got a box of cookies. And don't forget the fudge you bought oh, earlier yeah, the, on the comic right. floor. The I actually, fudge is good. <laughs> You're going to die very soon, Pete. Yeah. Uh, I got here yesterday, and I was wandering around the con floor, and the, one of the first things I saw, there's a fudge stand next to an all-you-can-drink soda stand, and I texted Pete, and I said, Pete, they have a Pete trap here, just so you know. Uh, and it, sure enough, Pete got trapped. Yep. There you go. I walked. I didn't. Uh, I just walked right to it. I knew... Where it was, <laughs> he didn't. For, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he didn't even walk there. He just wafted over on the fudge <laughs> yeah. smells, just floated across Classic the Classic Homer Simpson waft. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, you guys, uh, we've been wandering around the con floor for a little while. Uh, I'm actually, I'm here with my family. Uh, uh-huh. You guys in the audience, yes, you know that, Pete. You mean <laughs> we? We are a family. Yes, my two children, Justin and Pete, and yeah. my beautiful wife. Uh, the <laughs> we just met, but uh, surprise. Uh, so I, I just want to mention for those listening at home, this is a great family con. Like they had, uh, I don't know if you guys have checked out the Philly Avengers at all. Has anybody visited them in the con floor? Uh, you should go check them out. They have it's mostly stuff for kids, but they had a scavenger hunt set up yesterday where they gave out trivia clues. For, to find each of the Infinity Stones. They have the Infinity Stones hidden around the con at various booths. So you have to solve actually difficult puzzles and track them down. And I'll tell you, my, I was like, I don't know how to solve this thing. And my nine-year-old daughter was like, it's over there. Uh, wow. But cool. it was very cool. You go, they gave the Infinity Stones. It was very off-the-beaten-route booths. And then uh, came back, and they gave you a prize and stuff. It was awesome. Now, you went to Cornell, and a nine-year-old just told you you were stupid. How do you feel? I mean, I went to Cornell, so yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so outside of all this family stuff, yes. there's no, like, seedy underbelly of the con that, like, uh, that wh- we can get What are you getting at? I want to... I don't want to. I didn't come here to do family stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't. I don't have a family. <laughs> oh, you want to know about the fucked up stuff? Yeah, I want to know about the dark side. Yeah, there's uh, next to the Philly Avengers. There's the Philly. I'm gonna fuck you ups, uh, and they'll just they'll they killed a man. Oh wow, that, yeah, that it was, was pretty upsetting. Is is gritty here? Uh, gritty that wherever he is would be the dark underbelly of the con. I feel like Dude, Gritty's just loose in the city at all times. You're a Philly resident. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. He is. He's loose in the city all the time, just threatening people. Are people sick of Gritty who live in Philadelphia? Is it no? No, not even remotely. No. I know you aren't, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Gritty underneath that. Yeah, costume. you're undercover Gritty right now. Is, gritty is the first of his name. Yeah, uh, be. Yes. You- what a positive reaction. That's good to know because I, it's hard to tell if it's like a, a gimmick that people are sick of. But no, see that that's a typical kind of New York attitude, right? To say, oh, okay. um, we must we must hate Gritty, and therefore when we hear that, everyone in Philadelphia decides no, regardless of how we felt before. Somebody outside of the city has made fun of something that is ours and now we love it with the passion of a thousand burning suns oh nice yeah that's sort of how we feel about mayor bill de blasio 
Yeah. <laughs> Except nobody. New York, New York nobody just, likes him anywhere. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes him anywhere. And now everyone in the whole country knows it. Yes. So a couple of things we're going to do on this panel. Uh, we're going to go through some hot topics, things that have been breaking in news in the world of geek. Uh, then we're going to go to you guys for your questions. And there's two things we're going to do for questions. They can be about absolutely anything. They can be about geek stuff, about comic book stuff. If you need love advice or whatever you need, that's all good. Despite uh, the fact that we've mostly talked about uh, hockey mascot and food on this panel, we do know a lot about comic books. <laughs> <laughs> mostly about hockey, though. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a prize pack of stuff, some buttons and stickers and things for you. But also, if you make the questions good, Greg here is going to choose three questions that are going to get uh, some special prizes. And those prizes are some Blu-rays that have just come out. We have one for The Endgame that you could nice. win, the Avengers Endgame. Uh, one for The Walking Dead, the complete ninth season. And one for uh, this show, the complete seventh season, the Stephen Amell show. I'm forgetting what the title is, and I think we've actually ran out of time to talk about that one. So it's we, all good. Uh, we're not giving that one away. The Arrow DVD? Yeah. Yes, we are, Pete. Nope. You're not walking away with this DVD, Pete. I, I am, too. Absolutely not. If I'm going to pick the winner, I will allow Pete to ask a question at the very end to oh, see well. if it can be better than any of the other questions. Ooh, that's Probably. fair. I like that. That's very fair. Uh, all right, let's get into some quick hot topics. As everybody always does, when they're at one convention, they talk about another convention. And right now, D23 is happening out in Anaheim, and there's a bunch of big Marvel and other geeky news that's coming out. So we're going to run down some of the stuff, and I'm curious to get your guys' reaction the, to and this happened like moments ago yes well there was the disney plus panel was yesterday yeah right now going on and i'm surprised you guys aren't running out getting on a plane flight and going out to anaheim uh they're announcing marvel and disney studios stuff uh but yesterday they announced three new disney plus series these are new characters that are being introduced from the comics that are then going to go to the movies it's miss marvel moon knight and she hulk that's awesome Great. Thank you for your expert commentary. Uh, what, what, what's your guys' take on it? What do you want to see out of those series? Which ones are you most excited for? Uh, what's, what's your feeling for it? Well, I'd be interested to see like what their take on She-Hulk is going to be. If it's going well, What do you want to see, Pete? I would love to see um, Charles Soule's uh, run on She-Hulk was amazing. Early Dan Slott stuff was very funny. So it'll be interesting to see if it's a little bit more focused on kind of like her lawyer side, like Charles Soul stuff was, or if it'll be a little bit more humorous like Dan Slott stuff is. If it's just all law stuff? Yeah. And she never hulks out once? <laughs> well, there was one great where she like... Was, Did you know there's a show called Allie McBeal? Yeah. I, you I've should watch it. that. Cool. There's barely Thanks any... Thanks for your wreck. No, I'm just saying there's barely any hulks in it at all. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the fact that uh, the Charles Stoll Soul stuff was just kind of an interesting take. It wasn't just all her hulking out. It was kind of focused a lot around her uh, law, uh, lawyer stuff. So you'd really like it to just be a procedural? With some light hulking. Yeah, some light. Because I feel like what courtrooms need is someone just losing their shit and trashing the place, you know? Uh, I will say, and this was one of the most interesting things about the announcements yesterday to me, uh, both with the She-Hulk thing and also with Moon Knight, uh, I follow a lot of comic book folks on Twitter, 
none of them knew any of about this. Like particularly yeah. Charles Soule and Dan Slott were like, well, that's interesting. I should probably talk to somebody about this. Yeah. They seem sort of uh, not maybe in love with the idea that they weren't uh, contacted about it. Right. Uh, in some way, cause it makes it seem like maybe they don't know that maybe the direction hasn't fully been decided yet at this point. But, uh, the most recent take on She-Hulk is that she, uh, is suffering from like sort of anxiety and that is uh, the way the Hulk manifests. So, that could be an interesting Yeah, one. I can imagine, to Pete's point, I could see them going in the law direction more because that's a little easier to film, but uh, that's Mariko Tamaki, I think, was yeah. writing the recent thing, which is awesome. You guys should really check out that book if you haven't. Uh, but that would be a cool series as well. Another thing that people were saying is, uh, in relation to the Moon Knight series is because the comic series was so much about uh, a bunch of like, uh, ho- there's like little horror elements and uh, very intense. And Disney Plus is sort of a PG-13 uh, streaming service that, that's making people angry. Is that uh, a problem? Or do we need it to be fucked up? <laughs> Wait, are you saying do you want it to be, it needs to be hard R? Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you need to see a hard R Moon Knight series? Anybody? No, everybody in the audience is giving very confused no nods. So I think we're all in agreement here. It's all right. (laughs) What's interesting is just the fact of like, because Moon Knight, there's a couple of different ways you can go with the character. One is that he's completely insane, and maybe this is all in his mind. Another way is like appeasing all these kind of like old ancient moon gods and stuff like that. So like either... Either of those kind of two extremes can be kind of weird, so I'm hoping they kind of go a little bit more middle of the road where he is uh, actually Moon Knight and kind of like fighting crime, and it's not like he's in an insane asylum. So just Batman in a white suit? Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay. Again, I want to recommend there's these movies called Batman that you should check out. You do recommend those a lot, but we're not going to give them the time of day. (laughs) All right. Uh, what about Miss Marvel, though? That's the one that I was most excited about. That was the only one that it seemed like anybody was in the loop because G. Willow Wilson, who has created and given that character life, uh, tweeted out how excited she was. And certainly that's something they've talked about for a really long time. Uh, I'm very excited for that. That's one that I think lends itself to a TV series so well, setting it in New Jersey, uh, having Kamala Khan come in. Captain Marvel has already been established in the Marvel Universe, so having somebody who's a super fan makes a lot of sense. I think that's going to be great. Pete and I drove through New Jersey on our way here, and the whole state is just lit up about it. Everyone's <laughs> really loving it. Everyone's super excited yeah. about it. Hey, did you hear about the Miss Marvel series? Enjoy your breakfast, Whopper. Yeah, that's what the whole yeah. rest of it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, they made signs along the road. It was really intense. <laughs> They were That's cheering us on our way to down here to Keystone. <laughs> Can't wait to hear you guys talk about it in your 245 battle. Yeah, they knew all of the information. It was great. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I think it was actually just Aaron and John here in the yeah, front that row. Very well could be. Yes. Um, I mean, it makes sense for G. Willow Wilson to be plugged in because uh, she's had such a big mark on the character. While like She-Hulk, there's been a ton of different people who've had their take. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, So that was all of that stuff. Then there was a couple of Star Wars things as well. Greg, you perked up just now. You're a Star Wars fan. I am a Star Wars fan. You woke up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for all of this stuff. Well, what do you so, want to start with? well, let's talk about the Mandalorian. So they shot off the first uh, footage. Yes, Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, this is a series following not Boba Fett. There's been a little bit of confusion over that. It's a new Mandalorian character. Wait, shows not Boba Fett. Uh, there's been confusion on the other side of the table. Serious? I'm telling you, there's You're a making a non-Boba Fett fucking movie? It's yeah, it's, it's not a movie. It's yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Fuck. 
it's uh, I, I actually don't remember whether it's eight or ten episodes, but John Favreau is eight episodes. Eight, yeah. John Favreau is the showrunner. Uh, they got all star directors, including Taika Waititi, to come in and work on it. Um, they're uh, going to have a bunch of guest stars. Gina Carano is in it. Giancarlo Esposito, Werner Herzog is that in it. That was really exciting. Everyone's for me. dying to just, see him do yeah. some more acting. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, it, it looks bonkers, but so dark and so good. Uh, what are you most excited about, Greg? Uh, I honestly, I I was also surprised that it isn't Boba Fett when it came out. But honestly, but, what's the big deal? Like, like what is that? What qualities of Boba Fett are you like? God, I no, no, I missed so saying, much. I, how I was, he I was, I was, stood there. That's and, true, right? You're absolutely and then died correct, unceremoniously you know? at that. But I think that the, to me, like, I'm just excited because I love the bounty hunters, um, and and there are different points kind of in Star Wars fandom where they've tried to do stuff that's a, a little more that seedy underbelly type stuff. Yeah, that's right. They live. were gonna, yeah, I know. And, uh, they were going to do a, a video game and it got canceled that was going to kind of uh, take that approach. So I'm just excited to see more of these bounty hunters. I mean, like, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've always been into the bounty hunters. I've always liked them. Because um, they're working, they're making money. They're working, they're making money, they're doing interesting things. You know, yeah, finally play. we'll get to find out where do they, where's their bank account? You know, where do they bank, right? right. Do yeah. they need to make decisions there? Yeah. In terms of their banking. Yeah, what are their retirement packages? <laughs> right. and, and I'm excited to see, like, if they do stuff that brings characters that maybe were in that one little scene in Empire... And, and like drop them in, you know, like, like are we going to see, are we going like, to see, are we gonna see Bosk? Are we going to see Dengar? You know? All right. These really flexing, really flexing your knowledge of <laughs> I'm, those. I'm well, it looked like, I don't think it's the exact same droid, but IG-88 is in it. He's the, not though. It's IG-11. IG-11. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but I did, there's one shot in the trailer of just the droid spinning around and shooting everybody in a room. Very so cool. cool. So cool. Yeah. It feels like a Western. The trailer makes it feel like a sort of a Wild West thing, which I think is cool and that keeps them from having to be like super quote unquote CD or hard R they can just do like a, a interesting western yeah uh, the other one that they announced, uh, they talked a little bit about the Cash and Andor series which seems like a lot of fun Alan Tiddick and uh, Gabriel no I'm blanking on the name, uh, coming back for it. Uh, so that's exciting, as well as a couple of other people. Uh, but then the big announcement was they officially confirmed there is going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi series that is coming out with Ewan McGregor returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi. They've already written all of the scripts, which was the craziest thing to me. Uh, they also didn't specify who wrote them or anything like that. I, I really, I hope it's Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann? Yeah. Baz Luhrmann? I think that would be incredible. I hope it was Ewan McGregor in his downtime. <laughs> He's just writing scripts on the side? Yeah. It is weird they wouldn't announce who wrote them. Like, right. You think that's some, sort of a, something you say. That's been one of the weirdest things for me with these Disney Plus announcements is they put these stars first and forward, and almost as an afterthought, they talk about, oh, this person's show running this. Oh, this person's writing this. Oh, this person's directing it. But look, we got Loki back, and I don't think we still know who's writing or working on that series or anything. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. It's fair, it's weird. If you listen to those actors just speak normally, you know they really do need someone writing words for them. <laughs> hot take, yes. hot take, hot from, hot take from hot an take. improv director. Yeah, from an improv school <laughs> yeah. owner. Uh, cool. Let's talk about the stuff today, though, and then we'll be getting to your guys' questions shortly. Uh, this is from the Disney Studios panel. There were a couple of items that came out. One of them, Black Panther Two, is in fact coming. It's coming May sixth, twenty twenty two. Pete, you're very excited about this, but I'm worried that you're going to survive the day. Yeah, it gives me something to live for, man. You know? 
I just got to make it to Black Panther 2. Yeah, while you're writhing around to the cookie madness, yeah. you're like, 2022, I got to make it. Yeah. Your all-meat diet could take a hit uh, <laughs> if you want to live to see that movie. Uh, now, they did say it's too early to confirm literally anything about it, including the title of the movie or the villain, but what do you want to see out of a Black Panther 2? What's your number one must-have? Pete, Boba Fett? <laughs> No, I just think they did a great job in the first one just establishing the world, and um, I hope we get to see more of Wakanda. And, uh, I think know, I could guarantee that. That checks out. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I, the Black I, Panther is in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't care, man. I'm just excited to get another one. Hope the next Star Wars has stars like uh, in space. Eh, I don't think so. Not this time. Uh, it's it, uh, Killmonger was such a big part of the first movie, and uh, he sort of died. Uh, so I, I don't... But there was talk that maybe he was coming back, but people were pushing for that. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be cool to see him again. It would be cool. The big rumor that I, I, at least I've seen that everybody wants is Namor. Like, there was a little scene, uh, spoiler for Avengers Endgame, sorry, everybody, uh, but there's a little scene where uh, Okoye is saying, oh, there's a earthquake under the ocean, and they have, she has a little back and forth with Black Widow, where she, uh, Black Widow's like, what are we doing about that? And Okoye says, nothing, it's an earthquake under the ocean. But everybody read a lot into that, and like, the reason there's an earthquake is because Namor is there, and he's going to be fighting the Black Panther in the next movie. Which would be pretty cool, actually. But isn't there a weird After thing? I just made fun of it. Isn't there a weird thing where Namor's owned by a different studio or something? He is. He's somehow owned by Universal, which they've done a lot with him. So I understand why they. So they were like they put their finger on Namor in the Marvel <laughs> universe. Yeah, we got Namor like, at fifty percent of the Hulk. We want an Aquaman, but more of an asshole. <laughs> Let's make a movie about that guy. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we'll find out more about that uh, as Pete moves closer to death. The last thing to talk about, uh, they brought out The Eternals, which sounds like one of the weirdest movies out of Marvel Studios in a very long time. Uh, but they did announce the one named character of The Eternals that I, I think anybody knows. Cersei is going to be played by Gemma Chan, uh, who was in Captain Marvel very briefly, uh, was in Crazy Rich Asians. It's great. So everybody's very excited about that. But then the other thing they mentioned, uh, there, it came out yesterday that Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones is going to be in the Marvel Universe. Everybody's like, oh man, he's probably playing Wolverine. He's probably playing this character. He's probably playing that character. Turns out he is playing... The Black Knight. Yes. That, For those yeah, of you listening to the podcast reaction. at home, just everybody screamed and yelled and died here in the audience. We're going to add uh, They sound. ran out to let everybody on the con floor know. Black Knight Hive is here assembling outside. People are sobbing, tears. Uh, you're a Black Knight fan, right, Justin? I like the character, yeah. He's one of the Jacket Avengers. Are you excited to see Kid Harrington really stretch from playing a character with a sword all dressed in black to becoming the Black Knight. But he also, it's a, sometimes it's a laser sword. Oh, okay, that's true. Well, so. And in Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington didn't have any kind of a helmet or anything. Oh, that's true. That's a so, great point. Yeah. See, these okay. are some great variations. We different characters. A totally different person. Yeah. A lot of range there. Now, I do want to mention, uh, with the Wolverine rumors, I mentioned this to Pete while he was in line waiting for his cheesesteak. Yep. Uh, important to give a little visual context there. Uh, that maybe Kit Harrington was going to play Wolverine. What was your first question, Pete? How tall is he? All right. And then I said, he's 5'8". Too tall. Too tall. Why? Because Wolverine's 5'3". Everybody knows that. So, for you... Does everybody know that? (laughs) 
Yeah, everybody, you know that's we, we have it confirmed. The audience said yeah. everybody knows that. Uh, now, how many of you right now are are super upset at the fact that Hugh Jackman was too tall to play Wolverine? Anybody? Pete? That literally, Pete is the biggest Wolverine fan that I know, and he hates Hugh Jackman, <laughs> which right? is a crazy statement. Well, so we don't, just want to clarify. I don't hate him as a person. I just don't like the. Even though he's a good actor, he was too tall to play Wolverine. So his defining characteristic of Wolverine, the man with claws and a healing factor and, like, cool metal bones, is his shortness, his height. It's one of the important factors of him. So, and, and same thing with Kit Harrington is not going to play Wolverine, but him being five inches taller than Wolverine, who I should mention is a character drawn in a comic book, is still an issue. Oh, yeah. Explain the, yeah, that I'm a nerd. That's cool. No, I, that's not what I'm explaining. I'm explaining that, like, he could look like anything because usually he's actually about two inches tall when we look at him. Comic books are Whoa. not released life-size. So I, oh, I re- only read life-size comic books. <laughs> I, I want to ask Pete a, a couple questions. So, Pete, I just pulled up a list of actors who are 5'3". Right. And I want you to just give me your hot take <laughs> All right, great. on whether or not you think they're good yeah. for the role, okay? Great. All right, as long okay. as Joe Pesci is in there. With Joe Seth. Pesci is the first person on yeah, the list. Great. Yeah, good Wolverine. Great Wolverine. Great Wolverine. Okay, yeah. why? Old Man Logan be perfect. Okay, uh, <laughs> Paul Simon. Awesome. What an actor. <laughs> sub, sub question: Not five three, but Art Garfunkel. How, how tall he's, is he's taller than five three? No. Nope. Okay, Marty Scorsese. Perfect. To direct or to be? Uh, old Man Logan. Perfect. Don't you want... You need a 5'3 director to direct yeah. Wolverine. I think they, yeah. To really understand the height. It's a good point. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That's, he really gets it. That's it? Uh, that, that, that is pretty much... the. I mean, I'm looking further down this list. Oh, uh, well, this is interesting. David Miscavige, the, the head of the Church of Scientology. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's be good. Three. Yeah. Would yeah. that work? I mean, Tom Cruise is rumored to be short, but he he's, hides his height. Yeah. Hmm. Davy well, Jones is 5'3", but he's also dead. Well, wait, I want to get Pete's take so. on that. Somebody who actually is short but pretends to be tall. Can they play Wolverine? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, cool. I think we've uh, put the, a yeah, capper on that. Thank you for coming. Right. The yeah. true fans have spoken. Yeah. Yes. Now, uh, we're going to go out to you guys for your questions. Remember, you'll get a prize pack of some buttons and stickers and stuff. Oh, you want to do it, Justin? I'm just saying whatever. No, I can go out. Okay, I good. can go out to the people. I love great. going out to the people. Great, great, great. Uh, and then uh, Greg here is going to keep track, and the three best questions at the end are going to win a Blu-ray. So raise your hand. Remember, it is about absolutely anything you want. Any questions? Oh, we got one right here in the front. What is your name, sir? What is your question? I'm John, and uh, about She-Hulk, and um, usually she's like a criminal lawyer, Um, and I know you were saying, like, you need more flipping out in courtrooms, so maybe she should work in family court. Oh, um, that's rough, dude. (laughs) The thing about She-Hulk is the comic books were always kind of like self-referential about comics, and uh, a TV show, would you still want it to be self-referential about comics, or should it take on the media in which it's made. Well, John, that's a great fucking idea, and I hope that they're listening, because that would be awesome if they were reverential about other TV shows. That would be super deep. I hope they do that. Uh, isn't that sort of what Ally McBeal did? <laughs> Not yeah, do. kind of. Uh, so maybe they should Allie just take... Ally the anti-She-Hulk? Yeah. Um, great I'd enemy. love to see them fight. Yeah. Maybe they should just... Tiny. Take the Tiny old kids. footage of Ally McBeal and just green it up. 
in post, <laughs> and then that's it. Show done. Done. Cheap. You can do that now. Cheap. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're already spending a lot of money on these movies and TV shows. they got to save the money somehow. That's right. That's right. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, would you guys want to see that, though? Would you want to see it be a little more self-referential about TV? I, yeah. I mean, I love that stuff, but that's the comedian in me, not the... Human, comic. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little hard. Like, how do you refer? Are they referencing shows that actually like specific shows, or just the idea of a television show? Because the, it feels like uh, sort of like how Deadpool references being in a comic book, but in the movie, it's just breaking the fourth wall. Um, I do like. Oh, go ahead, Pete. I, I did do some research on this. It's going to be all Seinfeld references, so I'm going to be very topical. What, what are you? What are you doing? What was? What She Hulk's going to be all Seinfeld references? Oh. Okay, great. That's good. I'm not he's, quite sure what he's going. Oh, with. his eyes are both closed right now, <laughs> and he has a light nosebleed. I oh. think it's just his body. Oh, okay, it's uh, I, I, the middle of his body is just turned into a cheesesteak at this yeah. point. It's good. Yeah, there's cheese whiz coming out of his ears. That's it's been cool. like that for a long time. <laughs> I just never noticed before. Uh, I saw another hand over here. Ooh, Captain Marvel over here. Hold on, coming over to you. What's your name? What's your question? My name is Bailey. Um, and Spider-Man Far From Home ended on a huge cliffhanger. What is supposed to happen now? Like, now that Spider-Man is all kinds of effed up, like, what, what's going to happen? Like, what, what's going to happen now? Yeah, he's so, he's so uh, fucked up that he might not even be in the Marvel Universe anymore. <laughs> uh, and I, I yeah. think we can ask Tom Holland when he's here tomorrow at this Comic-Con. Do not let him out of here without giving a hard answer. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, where are you walking, Pete? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Pete, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, though, Pete is just wandering back and forth in front, in front of the stage like a wrestling announcer or something yeah. like that. Is that your wrestling announcer? <laughs> He's slipping into different characters. Uh, cool. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Justin, yeah. you've definitely seen that I've movie, right? I've definitely seen Far From Home, yes. Great. Okay, so you want to take this one? Uh, no, I don't. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm so sorry. Okay. I have two children. They're very tiny, and I haven't been uh, out okay. to the movie. I have two children as well, but I make time for movies that are important. Your so. children are old, and they eat on their own. <laughs> This is true. I, yeah, I forgot you had to nurse them. Yeah, exactly. I breastfeed both of my children. <laughs> uh, so, uh, spoiler uh, warning for any of you like Justin who haven't seen the end of Far From Home, but a couple of things happen there right at the end. Uh, first of all, MJ and Peter are together. That's probably the nice part. Uh, but then Peter Parker's identity is revealed to the entire world by J.K. Simmons, who returns as J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, so things are pretty messed up for him right at the end there. Um, I actually think that's a great place to leave him. I'm very excited to see the next movie after that because that almost recenters Spider-Man on the place that he is where we know him in the comics, where some people like him. Usually a lot of cops are like, you know what? I actually like you, Spider-Man, despite what they say. But the majority of the Marvel Universe thinks he's a jerk. They think he's dub. They don't like him. They think that he constantly messes people up uh, and messes things up. I do think framing him for murder is probably an extreme way of doing that uh, because also they frame him for the murder of Mysterio. Uh, But I could see them getting out of that. I think they could potentially deal with a lot of the whole fake news of it, particularly because... J. Jonah Jameson is framed as a Alex Jones-style conspiracy theory person. So you could see people being like, yeah, I hardcore believe this. 
uh, Spider-Man killed Mysterio, and then 50% of people being like, no, that was a fake video. What are you even talking about? Which is actually, in this case, they're right. Hey, I, I don't want to like throw you a curveball here, but no. like, what are the chances you think that the way they get out of this cliffhanger is just by rebooting? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so sad. That is you so got sad. so sad. Just yeah, then. Tom Holland is. I know you just gave that way. really impassioned answer, but what yeah. a great way it sets things up. But just given the history of Spider-Man movies, I'm sitting here with not a lot of knowledge, and I'm going, "Yeah, well, they, they, it doesn't matter. They can do anything at the end of every movie because it's always new. They can't. They're out of reboots. There, I, I you don't think, think so? Yeah, I don't think he can do it again because. Now that now that this Spider-Man is in the the MCU, like you can't take him, you can't leave that again, you know. Oh, and reboot. Yeah, no, that makes sense because they they're not doing reboots in the MCU as far. Yeah, as we but know. he's. Uh, I mean, we don't know. Uh, we we were only tangentially uh, involved in the contract negotiations going on between Sony and Marvel. Like we were there, but we just didn't get to weigh in a lot. I wrote a clause. <laughs> you did. Yeah, uh, that was a really good clause, by the way. And that clause was even if I even though I haven't seen the movie yet, my friends won't call me out for it. And boy, did you violate that just now. <laughs> I owe him $2 million right now, so sorry about that, Justin. No, I'm, I welcome the money. Uh, I, he's not, I mean, as far as we know, he's not in the MCU anymore. It's just part of whatever Sony's movie-verse Spider-Man 900 characters is going to be. Uh, but I also think from the Sony direction, you have, they have Venom, which made a ridiculous amount of money. They're going to have a sequel to that. And everyone loved the quality of that film. Yes, it was very good. And I think they're very excited about Andy Serkis coming in and directing the second one mm-hmm. because he's only directed quality films as well. That's 100%. Uh, and then the, they have Spider-Verse, uh, which was fantastic, won the Oscar. So I think from their perspective, to your point, they could... They still have the contract for Tom Holland and all the other actors, so they could keep going with it and just forget yeah. about the whole MCU of the thing. And I think, in fact, they're going to want to do that even harder because they just lost their ability to throw all these MCU characters in the movie. Right. So they're going to so, keep Tom Holland as hard as possible. So enter Eddie Brock as Venom versus uh, Spider-Man again, which always works out for the third part of a Spider-Man series. But... What villains does Sony have that Spider-Man could go up against? So many villains. Craven. Stilt Man? Ooh, all right. Well, Big Wheel? Frogman? Yeah. That, that bunny? The White Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> Paste Pot Pete? There you go. Yeah. That's Even fun your one. words now, huh? He's yeah. sticky. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is he's sticky. And uh, you know how annoying that is. Hopefully that answered your question. Uh, do we have other questions? Ooh, we got another one over here from Definitely Not Gritty. Going on. Yes, I I know. Uh, What is your name? What's your question? It's Jason. Um, Do you think with D23 having, or Disney having all these uh, shows now, that this is going to be the new thing where instead of movies, they're going to do longer, longer short uh, series, like 10 episode, three season series, instead of like three movies? Yeah, I Mm. think so. And it, it sort of is better for comics for the comic format to translate to that i think because then they can do like an arc and have it not just be like translating an arc like the white the way the Watchmen movie was a direct uh, move of the book into the movie but like actually see like put together a couple different arcs like the she-hulk series maybe they'll use charles souls uh a couple of his arcs combine them and have a have a tv series out of it i think it's it's exciting yeah i think just the way people are consuming media too has changed so much you know like i I'm more interested in something I can sit and watch at home a lot of the time. And, and even though, uh, you know... Yeah, you're a shut-in. I'm a shut-in, yeah. 
uh, I'm, I'm a recluse. It, it cost, uh, it took a lot for me to come it's out amazing. of my house. Uh, Thanks for I, doing I it. I was blinded for an hour or two. Yeah, just we black Walking here, yeah, you, you black bagged me, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm really excited. Like I, exactly for the same reasons you said, Justin. Like the idea that you can spend more time with the characters. You know, part of the the issue I have with all the the movies now is you're trying to cram so much in to so little space, and and TV Disney Plus gives things a lot of room to breathe. Yeah. I think we're going to see both. You know, I mean, I know that's not a great answer, but certainly they've announced movies through 2022 at the very least at this point. They're definitely going to keep going with them. And they do have these things going on where one of the Disney Plus series is WandaVision, which is going to follow Scarlet Witch uh, as she deals with the death of Vision. They announced yesterday a bunch of other characters returning. Darcy from the Thor movies is going to be in it. Uh, And uh, what's his name? Randall Wong's character from Ant-Man... The agent guy who I'm blanking on. Does anybody remember? What? Yeah, oh, Randall Park. Yes, Randall Park's character mm. is going to be in there, and also Catherine Hahn's going to be in there. Uh, and then WandaVision is going to feed directly into Doctor Strange 2. So I think you're going to see that back and forth there. But the interesting thing to me is these new series, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, where we haven't seen these characters in movies before. So, but they said they are going to be going to the movies. So there's going to be back and forth and back and forth. I don't think they're going to be relying on one or the other so much as all of it, that it's just going to keep increasing. And not only do you have to see the movies, but you also have to see the TV shows to really understand what's going on, which feeds into that comic book collector mentality that has kept us reading comic books for decades. <laughs> nice. Did you like the darkness at the yeah, end? Yeah, no, that was in the dark underbelly was that we've been reading comics for all this time. Yeah. Twist. Uh, cool. Good question. Do we have other questions? Absolutely. Anybody about anything, anything going on in your life? Do you want to know the best soda to get at the all you can drink soda fountain? My family has tried it all. Uh, wait, what, what are you asking, Pete? It, Pete's just mumbling. <laughs> what her favorite soda was? Yeah, the all-you-can-drink soda. I was wondering what her favorite was. Yeah. Oh, wait, which is the favorite one so far? I'll come to you in one second. Black Cherry. Black oh, Cherry. Oh, good choice. Big Very good news choice. out of Keystone. All right, yeah. what's your name? What's your question? The Black Cherry's really good. I also had the, the root beer. Really nice. True, true root beer flavor. That's really great. Good. Yeah, we got a lot of fanatics up front. Myself. Right. Yeah. Ruby, yeah, root beer. Kicking it. My name's Andy. I'm just curious if you guys have thought about your meal options for tomorrow. Ah, oh man, question. Pete, do you have it all planned out, or are you just live it day by day at this point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, Pete but, did say earlier you have to live in the moment. Yeah, day by day, I'm definitely hitting the oyster bar for sure. <laughs> oyster bar. You're gonna follow up cheesesteaks and a breakfast whopper with oysters. Uh, Who Pete, are you? I feel like you've seen that documentary. If you're not in the obituary, eat breakfast, and that's kind of a mantra you live by. Yeah. Can you put cheese whiz on a raw oyster? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Hard yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Wait, do you have any suggestions, the actual suggestions of places to go? Uh, sure. If you're uh, going back to Reading Terminal Market, there's Denix, and their roast beef has been uh, called one of America's best sandwiches on a number of lists. So check out Denix roast, 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 excuse me, roast pork. I got a Denix roast pork for lunch today. Ooh, yeah, me too. I, we tried to convince Pete to have one, so hopefully he'll listen to reason from a, a Philadelphian. Yeah. Pete, you're going to try the roast pork? Yeah, I mean, last year we did, the, uh, we did half each where I did half a cheesesteak, he did half a roast pork. I mean, uh, darling the, the broccoli in there was, you know, it was too healthy. 
Uh, so I don't know if they could do it without that, but you know that's definitely worth going back for. Yeah, they won't take the broccoli out. Yeah, I will say for dinner, Pete likes to get a little fancy, and he gets his plate of cookies with like a little sprig of parsley on it. It looks very nice. It's very nice. Really Thank good you for the recommendation, vitamins. though. Dedix is delicious. Uh, I s- see a hand. Oh, Be- what? Baylor's Donuts? Oh, Baylor's Donuts. Well, yes, how do you, how do you people survive in this town? <laughs> All you eat is meat and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, we worship this gritty monster. We love meat and donuts. I, I love this town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's uh, true. It's fair. Over here, what's your name? What's your question? My name is uh, Stefano. I have a question about She-Hulk. Does She-Hulk ever interact with regular Hulk? And do they fight each other? And if so, who wins? Ooh, I, I also have this questions. question. I didn't know until just now, but I, I have that question. You have that question? You can't <laughs> take his question. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just acknowledging. Just big up yeah, I'm not going to give you any of the Blu-ray sets. You're not allowed to pick yourself. We'll, uh, we'll answer twice as hard on this one. So um, Hulk and She-Hulk, they have fought. They're cousins. Uh, and uh, She-Hulk got her powers by having a blood transfusion, um, but not the most fun way to uh, become a superhero, but that's what happened. Yeah, and she woke up, and she was a Hulk. But for most... Of her career, she's been the calmer Hulk, is I think the fair way of putting it. She's and, in control. And she is Hulk all the time. Right. Well, it's varied. Yeah. It's varied. There's points where she's been Hulk all the time. Everybody loves her. There's been times when she's been half a normal person but controls her transformation into She-Hulk. Uh, but as Justin mentioned, more recently... She's, I think she still is in control of the transformations, but when she transforms, she's much angrier, much bigger, much more roided out Hulk. And what causes her to transform is an anger. It's like anxiousness, right? Or like stress. Yeah. I, not- I think, though, even she got that under control. It's yeah. been a little unclear. She's currently in Jason Aaron's Avengers run, uh, and it just seems like she can become the Hulk. Yeah, and she's just pretty regular, and she's hooking up with Thor. Right. Though she was pretty into Blade a couple of issues back. Very cool. Yeah. Pete, you give that thumbs up? Blade over Thor? Okay. Blades before Thor's? Nice. Uh, And if Hulk fought uh, She-Hulk? Tough call. Great. Again, good good weighing in. Which one? <laughs> which one would Justin choose one? I want to open the debate. Let's get let's get yeah. into it. What people always like to see out of the show is I want your opinion on something. You're like, eh. I'm gonna, you know, not to sound sexist, but I would feel like Hulk would beat over She-Hulk because anger over stress. Uh, I feel like rage beats stress. All right, that's interesting. Yeah, don't play paper rocks. Rage stress with Pete. <laughs> Uh, I think She-Hulk wins. Okay. She's smarter. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up for me. Cool. Yes. No, I I would say actually She-Hulk, I think, because She-Hulk, this always comes down to it with the brawn versus brains debate. Maybe not right now, but she's always a little more in control of her intelligence. And I think if Hulk keeps pummeling you, you can't stop the Hulk, right? But she could figure out a way at least to slow him down for a while. Yeah. I think that's what it is. What do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'd, I'd pick She-Hulk, too. Nice. Um, but I think just, you know... Just based on our answers? Just based on your answers, yeah, <laughs> mostly. And, and also, 
Also, I think like legally, she would find you know some kind of loophole. Oh, you to, mean she would win years him. in the lawsuit, the ensuing yeah. lawsuit. Yeah, the ensuing lawsuit. She would get a big payout. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a heads up. Clearly, a business owner. Answer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Hulk very sad about litigation results. Hulk have summons. <laughs> Can't go to Avengers meeting. <laughs> Hulk really took a big hit financially last yeah. week. Hulk can't find tie to wear. Wear, wear our ties. Don't have clean shirt. Very upset. Uh, <laughs> I think we have time for one or two more questions. I see one all yeah. the way in the back here. Oh, downtown. I'm going to run back to you, sir. Here we go. Here we go. I'd just like to acknowledge how spry Alex is running yeah. around. All right. What's, spry, yeah. <laughs> what's your name? What's your question? My name's David, and I was just actually curious. Do you think Disney will resurrect any of the no-name comic book characters like Warlock or um, I've got a few others, but you know, or just make it like Rocket, Ra- yeah. Rocket Raccoon style? Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Are there going to be other no-name comic book characters uh, that are going to pop up either in the series or the movies. I mean, not to throw anybody under the bus, but I would argue Black Knight probably falls under that. I would say maybe all of the Eternals. If anyone could name three Eternals without looking at their phones, that would be pretty amazing. I actually want to see that. Does anybody think they can name three Eternals right in off. the crowd right now? This is a major I, motion picture coming from a Marvel student. From right, Marvel starring studio. Angelina Jolie. Kamal Nanjiani, Brian Tyree Henry, just found out about Gemma Chan and Kit Harrington. Huge cast. Selma Hayek's in it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it sounds awesome. Can anybody, just raise your hands, name three of the characters without checking in the Team Eternals? This is at a comic book convention. <laughs> Pretty much everybody has comic book How about two? Can anyone but name two? Now, let me see. I might and be the, able to name three. There's, there's Domo. There's Icarus. <laughs> You just looked and at the phone right before we started. I, I read about the Eternals an hour before this. Oh. Just because I knew we were going to be talking about it. Yeah, but that doesn't so count. So I named two right there. Yeah, but you don't, even, <laughs> you don't know anything about them besides right. the name. All right, no, 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 I'll, I'll play. Name a third one. <laughs> uh, Domo, Icarus, and Cersei. <sighs> All right. Congratulations. You've won this Arrow Blu-ray set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. yeah uh, what characters would you want to see, though? What under-the-radar characters, other than the ones that they've announced? Um, I'm very into the idea of a new Warriors uh, series. I think it would be very cool. They were talking about that for a while, and then it completely fell apart. Yeah. But who would you, why would you want to see a new Warriors series? I mean, there aren't a lot of uh, just... Marvel does a great job of adding humor to a lot of their bigger stories, but they haven't focused on like a real fun group or like a, where it's all about the uh, like teenage, have, teenagers having fun. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, the the fun group stuff like they did a great job of like bringing out the humor with Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like maybe an Alpha Flight would be nice. I would love something like that. Uh, I feel like that. I mean, Puck obviously is the star of that. What is it with the short people? What is it? <laughs> you love short people? You're in a, what, how tall are you? How, how tall are you? You're five five. Yeah, I will say uh, they were talking about this. There were a lot of rumors coming out about an Alpha Flight series, and they said they might uh, cast Puck with Larry Bird. What do you think about that? Yeah, Larry Bird's going to Larry Bird. That was the only basketball player I could think of. What the do you only think? tall person you could think <laughs> yes, of. Yes. And Larry Bird is a very dusty name to say. <laughs> Even if you were, like, a, a basketball fan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, no, it's great. I'm a big basketball fan. No, totally. You, you can tell. Basketball, tall people. Yeah, know all of that. Uh, anybody else? Any other under-the-radar characters you'd want to see? 
from Marvel. Uh, I do think, like, New Warriors wise, Speedball would be a fun one. That's what I'm talking about. That would be great. You mean penance? Sure. Speedball is the fun part. That and was also mine. on the New Warriors bent, when they were developing the TV show, they were going to have Squirrel Girl in that, and that didn't pan out. I think that would be a fun, weird one for them to do as well, particularly if you base it on. Have any of you read uh, Ryan North's run on Squirrel Girl? It's been going for a while in Marvel. It's great. Uh, it's very STEM based as well. Like, there's a lot of actual equations and math and physics in it throughout. Oh, sign that, that me definitely up. sounds like yeah. a, a Disney Plus kind of series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's right fun and it's funny. I, not for you, Justin, but mm-hmm. I think like uh, having something. They can lean into all these movie style TV shows, but as they go down to the road, I want to see them do different things. Like, I want to see them branch out. I want to see them aim for different age groups, you know? Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, Other questions? Absolutely anything. Remember, there's Blu-ray sets on the line for you guys. Anything? Ooh, we got another one over here. Here we go. Coming down. Captain Marvel, coming back. Uh, All right. It's like he walks and runs at the same time. Um, What the... um Disney Plus Hulu package, do you think of them together is going to kill Netflix? You mean yeah, kill yeah. Netflix, uh, kill the Netflix superhero shows? No, no, no. Like, like, kill is, Netflix. is the staff uh, going to go to the other Like, will it go to that fight. booth next to the Philly Avengers, hold it down, and like slit its throat? I got you, yeah. Real dark stuff. Uh, I mean, I think it'll take a chunk out of Netflix. The way, because they're saying that the new... Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN package is twelve ninety nine a month, I think, or, or even is it even less? Thirteen, uh, thirteen dollars. Like that's as cheap as Netflix, and that's like so many things. So uh, Netflix is already not doing so hot. The last uh, quarter, I think it was yeah, down a bit, losing people. Yep. So uh, it, it's just too going to be too competitive. Apple Plus uh, is that what it's called? Is coming with at least one television show and. Everything is coming all at once, and people are going to have to start making choices. Yeah, I think... uh, I don't know if it's necessarily going to kill Netflix just because people use Netflix as synonymous with streaming. And I think a lot of folks, not to throw entire things under the bus, but particularly with older people, they're like, oh, I just figured out Netflix. I'm going to stick with that. I got it. That's it. And the majority, frankly, of what people watch on Netflix is not the original new streaming shows. It's a bunch of crap that they dump on the service on any regular basis, like just a junky movie, a junky series, anything like that. Uh, those are the things that they're checking out and watching as they go into Netflix, and that's going to keep it going for a while because crap is not going to go anywhere. Uh, that's not necessarily going to be a long-term strategy because eventually that's not just not going to pan out. But on the other end of the spectrum, it was pretty clear with the announcements yesterday with Disney+, Plus that there is no way they are going to let this fail. Like, it's not, it's just not not going going to. to. It's not going to happen. Like, even they're going to double down, triple down, both with original series, with deals, with everything. Uh, They, I don't know if you saw any of these pictures, but uh, they have sign-up booths at D23 for Disney+, and there are lines around the convention. These are to sign up, pre-sign up and pre-pay for a three-year package to Disney+. It's so crazy. It's crazy, but they're already selling hundreds of ones. I guarantee you that very soon they're going to preload them into hotel rooms at Disney parks. They're going to give them out as part of things, and they're going to count those in the numbers, because really all they want to do with Disney+, is say, look, 
this is how many people are subscribing. It's X number of people more than Netflix. And that'll be the thing that ultimately will cause Netflix to have to step up their game in some way or die. One of the two, though, I think they're probably going to step up their game is when Disney plus releases those initial numbers of signups. And I think they're going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, it's harder for Netflix because Disney has uh, Marvel, all of the Disney stuff that has so much stuff that already has star Wars, such a strong fan base. Netflix is losing all of that content and they don't, what do they have that really has that, fan base that's dying to see it um the office right now i guess but that's going away too yeah yeah, yeah. that's going away yeah uh, probably Comcast hasn't even entered the picture yet we're in philadelphia so i feel like i have to bring up comcast right they're going to do something too netflix is going to lose all you don't have content. to bring up podcast that's okay uh, well uh, legally i'm uh, required <laughs> yeah. as part of my comcast uh, subscriber uh, agreement to gritty comes to your door knocks on it is like yeah. that's right yeah, yeah. Talk, talk about Comcast on the panel. I will say, like, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN package and chill doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easily. No, so, I mean, Netflix does have that going for So, it. there's going to be, like, a lot less sex going on, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, in Philadelphia, everyone's so tired from the meats <laughs> and lack of vegetables. Yeah. Is there, Pete, you, you, we were talking the other day about making choices with streaming services, not meats. You thought I was going to talk about meats? No, is you pointed what? at him, and he looked legitimately terrified that he was going to have to talk. <laughs> this is uh, we are very close to Pete's nap time at this point. Uh, you were talking about streaming choices. What are you going to do when Disney Plus comes out? What is your choice going to be? What are you? Well, gonna I'm going to have to drop Netflix and get Disney Plus. I mean, just because of the shows are all going there. Yeah, yeah. and otherwise your money is going towards cheesesteaks, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm definitely going to do one last round of watching The Punisher, Luke Cage, and, and then go over to uh, Disney Plus. Oh man. Wow. What about you, Justin? Are you going to make some choices? I'm going to do it all. You're going to do it all. The money keeps rolling. The juice keeps flowing. We got to. <laughs> we got to do this. We got to watch it all. Yeah. I can't believe how much television I currently watch, and there's only more. I, I have a list of like 40 shows. I'm like, well, I really got to catch up on, uh, or I got to start watching On Becoming a God in uh, Central Florida on Showtime. So I have to then finish watching Dark on Netflix, and then jump over to Runaways on Hulu. It's a uh, it's a hard life. It's a hard life. Yeah. I'm drowning. <laughs> uh, cool. I think we got one more question. That's it. And then we're going to choose some winners of Blu-ray sets. Absolutely. Anybody. Oh, we got uh, great drunk, right. drunk and game Thor going on over here. One more question. Suck. What's your name? Oh, you already said your name. Well, what's your question? We'll make it fun. With She-Hulk, you're, you're thinking more lawyer. How would you like to see an Obi-Wan lawyer? Or even small claims court type of show. Oh, nice! Wow, that's a, yeah. Let's Obi Wan. Let's make it fun. I mean, he's, that, that's just kind of a that's kind of a Judge Judy type thing. I feel like he's just he's just holding court, and he has you know whoever his Badawan is now. Pat, well, I was going to say maybe Night Court. Yeah, and he's the he's sort of the Harry Anderson character. His Padawan is Bull. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then John Larroquette can be um, I don't know a Darth. You can just be John Larroquette. <laughs> Everybody knows what we're talking about, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved to see a Star Wars law show, actually. That would be super fun. Like, Isn't that uh, what the prequels were? How much do we know <laughs> about the legal system in a, in a galaxy far, far away? Trade though? deals? Uh, we do you know about trade deals a the lot. Best. I mean, that's, that's more negotiation. That's trade deals. Sure. And we all know trade wars aren't exciting. Right. Wow. Top of but law, I think, would be very exciting, 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Seeing, like... Uh, Dude who's got his arm chopped off at uh, the cantina. Yeah. That would be suing Luke mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I said that my friend doesn't like you. Yeah. And the judge will be like, I'm sorry, that's not an actual defense. Do you, do you worry that the show would just mostly be civil suits, wrongful death suits from the wives of dead stormtroopers? Uh, yeah, that would get very repetitive, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many stormtroopers are married. I don't think <laughs> that's actually, that's a good you don't question. see a lot you of them. You don't see that. You don't see a lot of their home we life. You don't see right. that. They're there mostly was, at work. In The Force Awakens, there's one stormtrooper that has a ring on his finger, and his friend is like, <laughs> My wife. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell my wife. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's much. Man, what a bummer yeah. thing to be, to, you get married, then you have to go live on the Death Star for. A long time. That yeah. thing took well, not that long. Yeah, just a couple of days, and then right? you die. Yeah, right. then you die. What what a bummer to die. Yeah, is the is the takeaway from there. Uh, and let's wrap it up. Let's give away some <laughs> sets on that. Is that. How we end every Super show. Dark yeah, mode. sure. Yeah, great. Thanks for listening to Comic Book Club. What a bummer to die. Hi, everybody. All right, let's uh, choose some Blu-ray sets. Uh, first one, do you have questions that so you like? I, I kind of jotted down um, the rough like topics that were coming up. That's but um, I loved uh, the question we had back here uh, about uh, She-Hulk. Nice. Uh, uh, in the yeah, orange. that's the one that you were like, I want that question. Yeah, I want that question. All right, which one do you want? Endgame, um, Walking Dead, or Arrow? Hard choice. Except for Arrow. 50 bucks says he doesn't choose Arrow. <laughs> yeah. If it helps, oh, I'm quoted right. on the back of The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, I, oh, are you taking Arrow? Oh, he took Arrow. Oh. Pete, in your face. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get um, the next I wanted one. to give one to Captain Marvel because uh, she got in several questions. That's a good one. Right. Like, Endgame or Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. I figured that one out. That makes a lot of sense. And then we got one more. And I know that we have, uh, we had a great question about just uh, the minor characters, so I'd love nice. to offer. From downtown. Yeah, from yeah, downtown. Over here all the way at the end. Yeah. Walking Dead right, there season you go. Walking Dead. If you haven't. Yeah, thank you guys. Nice job. Congratulations. All right. If you haven't watched Walking Dead, it's been sort of depressing up until this point. And Arrow, nobody's watched, so I think it's fine. Yeah. It's a fantastic show, and the last season was the best. It was a fantastic yeah. show. But it just got canceled, so I have to imagine nobody's watching it. Yeah. Right, Pete? Well. Nope. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick things before we go. If you'd like to support our show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We have uh, great guests like Greg every single week. Also, we do a bunch of other podcasts that you can check out. We have a currently running Preacher One called Preacher Men, Riverdale After Dark. Our Riverdale podcast is kind of come back. And as teased with buttons that we gave out to a couple of audience members, we're going to be starting up a Watchmen podcast called Watchmen Watch. So that should be up very soon. Uh, nobody's done a Watchmen podcast before, so we're very excited to really come into that space and uh, and really explore that in a new way. That's very exciting. Uh, let's give a big round of applause for Greg for being uh, on our show. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure a to be here. a big thank you to Keystone Comic Con and all of you guys. You guys have been amazing. Have a good rest of the con. Thanks, Bye, everybody. everybody. Have a good one. Later.